Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sat, managing editor of Fightful.com here. The headband is back for the post-Raw show here at Fightful.com. If you missed out on our breaking news show Friday, our post-UFC show uh, Saturday, our post-TLC show last night, or my uh, small news update on the Jeff Jarrett impact situation, you can head over to uh, our YouTube at YouTube.com slash Fightful or just Fightful.com. Uh, FightfulPods.com, any number of those resources will get you uh, those updates. I put the news update on uh, audio as well, so our subscribers will also have access to that. I'm going to try to do more of those uh, to encourage you all to visit Fightful.com. I'll be reading the stories that we post there. But uh, definitely lots of wrestling news today, lots of MMA news today. We have more MMA exclusives than ever, more boxing exclusives than ever, and of course we're still bringing you the great wrestling stuff. Head over to Fightful, use our forums, photos, videos, all that good stuff. I am joined by Alex Pawlowski to talk Monday Night Raw. Alex, how you doing? Uh, okay, I'm doing all right. Um, everybody hates each other in wrestling, in WWE, and that makes me feel weird. We'll discuss that at the end. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. That's That's a little... Well, yeah, the, I get the feeling that's going to be a polarizing segment. But we'll, we'll go ahead and get into Raw. Kurt Angle shows up, and he's soaking it in from the crowd. That was really cool to see. Uh, to think that 20 years ago, this guy wanted nothing to do with pro wrestling, Alex. And to yeah. see how much this means to him now is kind of cool. Well, it's very cool. No, I mean, the you still got a chance, were to be expected, but still very cool. And uh, And he was beaming. Like, he was so happy last night. 
When he came out in the shield vest with the gloves on, standing behind Seth and Dean last night, he was just a big smile on his face. He'd never seen Kurt Angle so happy. So I'm happy for him. And the crowd was too. And yeah, this was a great moment. To think about all the stuff, like all the all the accolades he's experienced in his life, including a freaking gold medal. And that's like sometimes I lose sight of that. Like this guy was a gold medalist, and this is mm-hmm. how much this means to him. Uh, really, really, really cool. Good for him. He announces a bunch of interpromotional Survivor Series matches, which we will get to. But as he does this, I'm thinking like, there's a show called Clash of Champions. Wouldn't that make a little bit more sense to have your it, champions? It would. It, Clash. It, it would, but it would. But as uh, Michael Cole reminded us several times tonight and last night. Survivor Series is the only time where superstars from Raw and SmackDown brands will clash against each other. The yeah, only he did time. mention that a time or two, except for TLC or Monday Night Raw right. on October 3rd or October 23rd. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Alexa Bliss versus Natalia is announced. Baron Corbin versus Miz. Shield versus Usos. Now, uh, also Jinder Mahal versus Brock, which we'll get to later. Wouldn't shock me to see a couple of these change, like maybe a title change before then. That way we get... Some more yeah. baby face heel dynamic, Alex? Yeah, no, there's no way they're putting on a Miz versus Baron Corbin match at Survivor Series. Could you that's, imagine? That's, that's not happening. There's no way. Could what? you imagine the baby face reaction Miz would get? Oh, my God. If they do it and he gets a baby face reaction, fine. Yeah. But they don't want that for him, so they're not going to let it happen. <laughs> Corbin's well, going to give somebody him freedom and, to go out there and kind of say stuff a lot. Yeah, to be honest, the Miz promos on Baron Corbin, that poor guy doesn't stand a chance. Oh, no, 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 Baron, no, no. like yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm anticipating Baron losing the title, or God, Jason Jordan beating the Miz for it, and Jason Jordan versus Baron Corbin at Survivor Series. We oh boy. Yeah. I, also, there's no way Alexa Bliss versus Natalia is going to be a thing. It's it's just not. I, I don't know which one of them loses the title to a sure. babyface, but one of them is. Um, yeah, yeah I, I just looked at that and I was like, ah, there's no way some of those are happening. But they're they're up on our event pages over at Fightful.com as of right now. I'm because, all in on Seth and Dean versus the Usos, though. Oh, like, you yeah. Can, you can set that up right now. Let's do that. Somebody posed an interesting question to me. I wish I remembered who it was. Uh, pointed out to me. I'll give you credit or whatever. But they said, I wonder how Roman's going to feel in storyline – about his brothers versus his cousins type of thing. And the thing is, is that apparently they're anticipating he'll be ready to compete again right before Survivor Series. So if they hold him out until that night and he comes back and has to choose between the two, that would be kind of fun. Like, yeah, I want to see that conflict. I don't want to see this, hey, we're Bloods and Crips. Like we, We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, so the Miz comes out. He runs down Kurt Angle. The Shield comes out to help him. Uh, Miz has the bar with him as well. And so does AJ Styles, who is back for the night. This leads to a match. Uh, Rollins was a little bit off early on in this match, but then picked it up. The first 10 minutes of this match were really pedestrian. Your standard six-man tag went through like two or three commercial breaks, and it got cooking. And then it went to a commercial break. Like, mm-hmm. Right as soon as Rollins like sells a great DDT, almost gets pinned, commercial break. 
at about 18 minutes in, this match gets like real wild, real wild. Styles is bumping all over the place. Like I'm watching this and I'm like, man, starting to think he'd be a better fit on Raw after <laughs> after the last two nights. Um, it went from average to really fun in a hurry, which is generally my main complaint about WWE tag matches. Styles, Ambrose, and Rollins win. Afterwards, Kane lays out uh, the baby faces with the heels. What'd you think of this match? Um, I liked it. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, okay, so are we sure they're not porting AJ Styles yeah. over to Raw? Because they're doing another test drive here with the other with the other big boys on the show. This was very reminiscent to me of the the Shield era, not not coincidentally, because they used to do this all the time, where the Shield would go out there, and all of a sudden you have a 40 to 45-minute segment with these guys, mm-hmm. and just because of who they are, even though there are no stakes, there is a sense of importance. Now, right. I didn't necessarily get that giant sense of importance here, but they threaded about three different giant segments together to where the first hour and seven minutes of this show all ran together. Yeah. They don't. They don't do that a lot. No. Um, yeah. No. That was they were the first. The whole first third of the show was all was all basically this. Leading into the match, and then stuff coming out of the match, and then the Kane promo. Um, yeah, it was um, the match itself was a lot of fun. Like you said, all the, all those moments where it built to something really cool, huge crescendo, and Raw rolls on after the break. And I'm just like, okay, I know you guys got to get your ad money in, but uh, like three was it three commercial breaks during the match? Like during the match. AJ like, Styles is rolling. Yeah. <laughs> we come back um, after the break. Um, but yeah, it just, it kills all momentum. And I understand why they have to do it, but. Uh, um, I would love it if like Alicia Fox faked a dive to the outside and because she could hear Michael Cole going for his ad break and then she rolls outside and she's like, no ad break for you. <laughs> like just to, to really paint it up. So Kane um, comes out, he cuts this promo about Braun Strowman, about how he had heard about Braun, and pretty much said, Braun's taking my spot. How ironic, he played a politician in this in this promo. So he, call, he called Braun garbage mm-hmm. and uh, said that he treated him as such. He wants competition, so he's taking Braun's spot. He gets that competition in the form of Finn Balor. You guys have heard me for months and months and months. I often criticize Finn Balor's work. This is probably his like fourth or fifth match over the past few months that I've really enjoyed. It's that clash of styles. And it was an uphill battle to have that type of match with Bray Wyatt, but they had a couple of good ones. He had a really good one with AJ, and he had a good one tonight with Kane. because, And it was fundamental stuff. It wasn't like anything outstanding, but it's just – this this was what we needed out of these two guys. Balor has been on a real roll in the ring, and uh, Kane didn't look like he had been out of the ring for a year. This wasn't like a hot marquee matchup or anything, but Kane won, like clean. Yeah, choke slammed him three times straight up. So they're they're getting Kane ready for Braun. They're not just like throwing him out there like here's Kane. No. They're like no, Kane's beating this dude's ass. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out of this. 385 pounds of trash, I believe is how we referred to Braun Strowman. And this was not how I envisioned the Braun Strowman heel turn, I mean, a face turn happening. Like, but 
hey, you know, however we get it, that's fine with me. Um, because there's no way that you have him have Kane come out and call him trash and yeah. and say that he's like he like this guy's not worth anything. Like that's obviously a heel promo on this dude who just got wrecked in a garbage truck. Um Ron Strowman is babyface now. Like there's I, I don't know how else to do it otherwise, but um that's what it is, which is cool with me, but I certainly never saw this. It happening this way. I mean, there's um, a multitude of ways they could have done it, and all of it. Whatever. It's one of those things, like you know, if it happens, then just good, just go with it. But you can't make Braun the fiery underdog. Please no. don't do that. Yeah, that's that's Please the thing do. is that is that he should come back after K. I guess they're saying he's going to be out for months. Um, you know, which is you how know, yeah. He, months after his elbow surgery. He did that earlier this year, yeah. Yeah, they're doing the same thing. Like, I, I I want them to drop him off of a building and go, but that's it, Braun Strowman is dead, and then have a funeral for him, and then he shows up the next week. Like, that's that's the next step. Um, that, there's only so far you can go with this before it go, becomes completely absurd, but I was disappointed that he didn't show up today. I mean, that's the whole thing, is you've built up this guy so much that I was disappointed he didn't drive a, a, a garbage truck in to the Finn versus Kane match and go nuts on everybody. Um, so the Finn thing, you have Finn versus AJ and this amazing, um, you know, face versus face respect, amazing match where they have the, the, the two sweet symbol afterwards. It's a huge thing. And the very next night, how do you capitalize on Finn Balor beating AJ Styles? He loses to Kane which shows you that the most important thing that they're doing is building up Kane to lose to Braun, which means Braun is the most important thing, which I'm totally down for. But I don't know if you nerf that whole amazing thing between Finn and AJ in the process, if if that's what they did. And if so, is that okay? You know what I mean? Like it's a weird Yeah, we reserve reserve the, the right to change our minds about it. But hey, what we saw on Sunday was real cool. That yeah. like that standalone type of thing, and maybe it's just me being an optimist, but I I would think that given his history, if and when Triple H gets control, that type of thing would happen more. I would hope. And and maybe this is a very poor example, but it seems to me like Triple H is the kind of guy who a week and a half ago would have called up Cody Rhodes to say, "Hey, you want to wrestle Roman in a week or two? Yeah, type of thing, like just to do it. Yeah. I mean, he does. He does that. Like he'll bring in Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. Like, hey, I know we've never spoken of you before, and we'll never after. But do you want to wrestle on our takeover show? Because why not? We need a guy to face our supermodel character. Yeah, you're pretty you perfect. Yeah. So I mean, like, he's not opposed to do it. I think he understands the attraction of a one night type of thing. Yeah. And on two days' notice, that match felt really special because we hadn't seen it before. And how often do we talk on here about how they throw away a lot of first-time matches sure. by doing that? Like, it does happen a lot. So this is the third thing. It just got threaded into three different things. And then we see another familiar character that we'd seen on the show before in Kurt Angle. It's backstage talking to Shane. They still have really great chemistry. They do some friendly trash talk for Survivor Series. Uh, more on that later. Uh, Angle also sets a match to determine the captain of the women's women's Survivor Series situation. <laughs> well, he doesn't just set the match. 
Like Alicia Fox shows up and hijacks the scene in the best possible way. He said, Kurt Angle says, okay, girls, stop arguing. We're going to settle this like we always settle it on Raw. And then Alicia Fox shrieks, rock, paper, scissors. And I just just want that to be in canon. That's honestly how she thinks the disputes are settled backstage. I need like flashback scenes of her settling things at catering. Like who gets the last biscuit? And she does rock, paper, scissors with everything. Uh, Alicia Fox, as we'll see for the rest of the night, is a damn treasure. I cannot believe she was not being utilized like this for the last 10 years. She is so good at doing this, and I love everything about it. I am getting accused of representing the SmackDown brand right now. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going with the headbands. I've told this yeah. story before, but the reason I stopped wearing the headband as I grow out my hair, I'm going to donate it. But my hair is in that awkward stage, and the last time I wore a headband on a live show was when I broke the news of Brock Lesnar being kind of happy with Samoa Joe after Great Balls of Fire. And there were a lot of different places, most notably Pro Wrestling Spotlight, big fans of them on Facebook, who took the clip and posted it, which I always encourage. Sure, give us the publicity. Love it. But, you know, people are like, who's this doofus in a headband breaking news? It's kind of... Hey, I don't know what Dave Meltzer wears. He doesn't do a video show. Right. He could be in an elephant onesie for all I know. He could be. He but could be. just to avoid any controversy, <laughs> here we go. Hedging your bets now with the shirt and the I'm, headband. I'm just taking care of everything. I'm tying up the loose ends. Like I'm making sure that... Nobody thinks that I'm I'm being biased. That's very important to me as a journalist. Journalist first, entertainer second. So uh, we get Oscar versus Emma. Of course, we're going to have a rematch. Why? Why wouldn't we? Right. Sadly predictable, and I kind of hoped that she squashed Emma so people would stop bitching about it. But yeah. um, they did. That didn't happen. I mean, kind of. She lasted about as long as Cameron did on NXT. Now. Oscar never traditionally squashed people, and there it's usually one side of the fence or the other here. People either want her to squash everybody, or want her, or at least Emma, or just don't don't mind that much. I don't mind that much. I'm not of the like. I mean, she had one takeover match go less than nine minutes in two years. In her last yeah. two years, Emma went fifteen with her yeah. on a takeover show. Yeah. I don't think it's wrong to have Emma go a combined 15 over two right. nights against her. And I don't don't get the idea that she's ruined. Now people said, well, there were crickets tonight. Well, there were crickets tonight with a lot of stuff. Like, I don't well, think they, that's any indication. When, when they're chanting, let's go Asuka in the middle of a comeback, I'm thinking she's all right. I just, I just, I think 24 hours is a little early to say, oh, bad way to go. Right. Um, I, I think there are a lot of people who are rightfully pessimistic about how WWE handles NXT call-ups. Um, and I, I get the point of view that you're, you are in, introducing her to a very large new audience. There is a huge number of people who watch Raw who do not watch NXT, who never watch NXT and only saw the vignettes. And in the vignettes, you say she's a killer. She's one of the hardest strikers ever, and she'll put away anybody just like that. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if you if you build her as such, and then she gets up to Raw, and everyone's thinking she's going to knock people out 
or submit them in 30 seconds. And then it takes her 10, 10 minutes or whatever it is to beat Emma on Sunday and another five, six, seven, whatever it was tonight. They go, oh, well, she's not really what you told me she was. So I, I don't, I don't care anymore. And I wanna, for, to those people, I'm like, whatever. But I think I mean, that's their thing. People are like, well, where's her mystique? I'm like, she's got that big fat goose egg in the loss column. That's the mystique. Right. Like that, that's right. a part of it. I love how she has really gone. Like, I'm not much on like a cross face chicken wing as a finish, but like her and Marty Skrull go the extra mile of just popping it out of nowhere, making it good. Ideally, I, w- I would have loved for her to use the arm bar, but she's made that chicken wing her own and good for her. Thought this was a good little match. Alexa Bliss promo, I, I swear, I said it last night, they are really trying to get the crowd to chant biscuit butt at her. That's yeah. She wants her own chant. Mm-hmm. Mickey James DDTs her into a belt. That's what happens. Yeah, I guess I was wrong about the whole Mickey James taking some time off to go be a mom thing after the promo going last that way night. Too, man. Uh, and then she shows up tonight and does her little – she's wearing crazy stiletto heels. Uh, she nearly turned her ankle stepping on the belt uh, before she hit the DDT onto the belt. Um, yeah, the the crowd tonight was weird, man. They're, it's Green it's Bay. It's a weird show. It was a weird show, but it's Green Bay, dude. Like, it's Green Bay in October. And it doesn't matter that Aaron Rodgers is out and you're going to use that for cheap heat all night long. They still love their Packers. Like, like they love their Packers in all of Wisconsin. Like, I live in Milwaukee. They love their Packers. But in Green Bay, it's fanatical. So, like, just go Pack Go is the, basically the only chant these people know. Yeah, they, that, was, that was brought up to them several times. <laughs> C. Phoenix says the stanky leg DDT. It looked very much like the DDT that Dolph Ziggler was doing for a couple of years where he would get up and he would, like, air walk while he was doing it. Like, one of those. But especially with those pants she wears, I figure she could just float down to the ground Yeah, like that. So, yeah, this was, this was what it was. And, of course, we got an Elias versus Jason Jordan rematch. Elias trolls Green Bay about Aaron Rodgers. It's great. He gets a bunch of technical difficulties. That poor man, like, he's a bully, but, I mean, so are the people that interrupt him. He's never gotten through a song. Uh, (laughs) I got to say it was very smart of Jason Jordan to slam Elias into the barricade right where the Packers were. That was brilliant. On who I don't know whose idea it was. Really good idea. And then Elias murders Jason Jordan with a guitar shot, which prompted me to say on Twitter that I want a home run derby. I want Jason Jordan as the pitcher throwing produce to Kurt Angle with a chair because he was swinging him last night, and Elias with a guitar, and just like the crowd's got to wear ponchos and stuff. What'd you think of this rematch? It was, it was, you know, it, it was there to get the guitar shot to happen, pretty much. Yeah, um, this is fine. These are two two young guys on Raw trying to get over. Elias is already over, and they're not using him as though he is. Uh, and Jason Jordan isn't, and they're trying really hard to get him there. Um, I, I love Jason Jordan in the ring. I just feel like there's I've, – I've never been a fan of, hey, that heel's being mean. 
So you know what I'm going to do to combat that? I'm going to go show these fans that I can be meaner than him. Where do you stand on bringing a shopping cart out and throwing cabbage, though? I think that's stupid and juvenile, but it's I'm... Balling. I'm It's... It, I don't know. Like, it was funny. It's funny. But it doesn't make me want to cheer for you against this guy who you're interrupting. It's better than, like, messing with his microphone. Like, that was just... That was lame. But th- at least throwing cabbage at him and kale and stuff is imaginative. But I've never been a fan of the babyface retaliating against the bullying heel by bullying the heel. I've never been a fan of that, ever. It's just, it's my nature. Yeah. Paul Heyman's out with Brock Lesnar. He kind of mocks Jinder Mahal and accepts the Survivor Series challenge. Now, this promo, while Heyman, you know, I saw Vince Russo say that Heyman promos are kind of in Bray Wyatt territory, and I do sort of agree. Like, he says much of the same thing. A couple of lines are important. One was very, very important. And I don't know if it was a directive or if it was Paul taking control and doing it himself. Seems like it was that. But he says, this isn't for brand loyalty. Brock doesn't really give a damn about Monday Night Raw. He gives a damn about himself. That looms huge over the final segment of the night because I had so many people saying, where's Brock? Uh, Brock doesn't care. No. Brock Brock doesn't give a damn. Brock was in his Uber Two minutes after he left that ring. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's Brock. He's not staying. Like, what, and, and the thing is that I don't I – don't, the mystique they've built for him, the guy who shows up, like, once a month to hop around in place while his, you know, advocate talks for him, I don't want that guy hanging out and, and catering. I want that guy going off and doing baller stuff on the, you know, like, on the town and then going out and shooting a moose or whatever he does up in Saskatchewan. Um, I, uh, yes, I, I, I enjoyed this, uh, a promo, uh, by Paul Heyman on Jinder Mahal, or as we heard, uh, Kurt Angle refer to him as Jinder Mayhal. Uh, Jinder Mayhal is the, uh, paper champion over in, <laughs> over in, um, Saturday Night Live. And I, I loved the idea of, um, the, the one guy that Paul Heyman will talk trash about is Jinder Mahal or Mayhal. Um, yeah. And it's true because like, he, he was, she was literally saying what so many of the fans have believed. This guy doesn't belong. He's a joke. He doesn't. I'll say this. It's, I don't like Jinder Mahal as a wrestler, a character, a promo. Maybe he's a great dude. I don't know. I don't like what it says that he got that push because of certain things. Mm-hmm. that happened I'll, I'll leave that like that but WWE has been remarkably consistent in his booking like unbelievably yeah. consistent in his booking like he doesn't beat hardly anybody without the help of the Singh brothers mm-hmm. like they even had to help him a little bit to beat Ty Dillinger yeah like all the way so I mean that's the thing they are playing it up that he doesn't belong that the only reason that he's there is because of these two guys. And what I get the feeling is that now maybe it's okay he bit off more than he can chew because he thinks he's starting to believe it. Mm-hmm. Maybe That's the way I would go. I don't know yeah. if they will, but I guess the, we'll find out. Yeah, the, the, the booking of this match is going to be very interesting to me because I don't know both in their eyes, not in mine, in mine you have Brock Lesnar murder the Singh brothers and then – 
F5 Jinder Mahal 10 times and walk away. Don't even pin him. That's what I would do because I don't – but but yeah. I, but that's not what they're going to do because they have to protect Jinder for the India tour. Yeah. And they have to protect Brock so Brock – The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is the strongest he can possibly be in March or April 8th or whatever it is when when Roman finally beats him. You know? I hope that this weekend shows WWE that they can promote something and then at the last minute be like, no, this sucks. Let's go. <laughs> Let's switch this up. <laughs> Let's just great. switch this up. Not to say that the Shield would have sucked on right. Sunday. I don't think it would have at all. I think it no, would have been no, no, outstanding. No. But no. you know what I mean. No, I I know what you you mean. You mean Finn and Bray. Yeah, but that, I mean that would have sucked. Yeah, that would have probably sucked to a degree. I'm sure the match would have been well interesting to say the least. Would have been interesting. Yeah. But yeah, winner is Survivor Series captain triple threat match. Sasha and Bailey really kick Alicia's ass. Alicia took some really gross spills in this, like to the outside. That running cutter that Bailey does that there's really no way to protect yourself on, uh, she ate it in the face. Alicia then grabs the ring bell, Alex. How'd that work out? <laughs> she's just she says she just goes over there and just takes it and just starts banging on it. She says, she says, I don't want to play this game anymore. That's what she says. Like six or seven times, then goes out and grabs the ring bell and starts wailing on it. Like it's one of those things where I'm watching it going, I'm, I'm 85% sure this is all scripted, but there's a 15% chance that Alicia Fox is just insane. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm so down for that as a possibility. Um, she's, she's so good at it. She's so good at it. There are people that are like, oh, well, it's a ripoff of a bunch of other, I don't care. She plays it better than anybody. Yeah. She's done it better than anybody. She, right. She's so good at it. Yeah. So good at it. Um, I want to put over Sasha and Bailey's strike exchange they had in the ring because it was one of the best in recent memory that I've seen. A lot of times when you see that strike battle, the, the person will turn around and be like, oh, can't believe he punched me. Mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't wait for each other. They just yeah. hit each other, hit each other, hit each other, hit each other. They gave it enough time to register, like with the viewer, with the crowd, with each other to sell, but then they would throw another one. I really like that. Um, among the h- most hilarious things I've seen in wrestling is Alicia Fox's bunny hop Bailey or belly to Bailey. Like the difference in power walking and running is that both of your feet are off the ground at the same time. 
Alicia, uh, Alicia Fox was like airborne, like to a special degree, right. without really going anywhere. Nope. <laughs> she well, they're here. Like Bailey's there, gonna do the the Bailey to belly on Sasha, and behind her is Alicia Fox doing all the motions. Her arms out wide. She 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 fakes doing the thing where she tightens the ponytail. And then she she does Bailey's move to Bailey, and it was magical. It was magical. This woman is brilliant at everything she does. Um, gosh, it's one of those things where you, you watch her. I will. I I I'm watching her, thinking I can't believe this woman hasn't been at, at least at this level of of the women's division scene since since the the brand split. Like, which was like a year and a half ago almost at this point. Like, the fact that she was absent for most of it. I know she was injured for a little bit, but like, she's so great. I can't imagine this division right now without her presence in it. She's just been fantastic. Yeah. There were a little, there were a couple of little sloppy points in this, but this was, I had a lot of fun watching this match. I, I really liked it. Now, uh, this is not Alicia Fox's first time as a captain. She, not only that, and they should play this up. She captained a team in uh, 2014. It was her, Emma, Naomi, and Natalia defeating Team Paige, which was Cameron, Layla, Paige, and Summer Rae. And it was a clean sweep. Wow. So she's got the experience there. I would love for them to call that back. That was that was just a few years ago. I, I, I love the idea of her as captain and like obviously Sasha and Bailey would want to be on the team, yeah. but Alicia wouldn't want them on the team unless they did things like like sure. prove yourself. You know what I mean? Like that'd be fun. Um, but it'll be great to have Oscar on the team with with Alicia Fox. That could, that could make for a lot of yeah. fun stuff. Hope nobody gets any offense on there. They'll <laughs> whine about it. Team Kalisto versus Team Enzo. Now, there was a promo before this, and Kalisto challenged Enzo to a Cruiserweight title match on 205 Live, so that's happening. Then he leads a choreographed Lucha, which is corny, but I laugh my ass off at the choreographed Enzo dance that all the heels did on the ramp. And then Drew Gulak cuts a Packers-heavy promo, which I'm like, all right, they already did that, but the crowd got behind it, so whatever. And then he cuts Enzo's promo. They've they've seemed to like like I don't know. This is me speculating. Maybe Vince McMahon discovered who Drew Gulak was over the past two weeks and was like, "This guy, he's fun." <laughs> the idea of Drew Gulak as Enzo Amore's spokesperson is just phenomenal. Like the like uh, uh, his name is Enzo Amore, and he is indeed. A certified G and a bona fide stud. Uh, I mean, gosh, he was just so great. Like, it was what a happy accident to have Enzo lose his voice, to have this little fun scene and give Drew Gulak some more shine because this guy deserves it. Like, he, he's been doing such great work and he, he deserves a, a bigger uh, place in the spotlight. This camera work, which I will get to again later, was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they zoomed in on every flip, every springboard, and with ten cruiserweights, that's going to happen a lot. Every mm-hmm. strike, most moves, uh, they it was in out, in out, in out. 
Gulak gets quintuple super kicked. During the commercial, Noam Dar hit Rich Swan with a kick to like his shin while Rich Swan was on the second rope. That looked really cool. Outside the ring, Mustafa Ali cracked Tony Nese hard, hard with a spinning heel kick. Enzo Amore hits that DDG. Man, that is, he does that so well. That is, that is fantastic. Then we get dive, 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 and I love it. I do not care if people say, this doesn't make sense. It's not <laughs> realistic. <laughs> it's pro wrestling. None of it's realistic. Yeah. None of it makes any damn sense. Like Paul- This was different. Yeah. Seth Rollins isn't doing this in all of his matches. Right. Um, I liked it. This is how I do it. This is how I want to see it. Right. You can tell the stories on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. Accentuate them on Raw. Do this crazy stuff to get people maybe a little more interested. Right. And highlight it in a video package. I, I really like this match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked it too. Um, and I think it's interesting because, like, you don't – not every part of pro wrestling has to be the same, you know? Like, if you want the hard-hitting, big hoss battles, that's cool. Um, I like those too. Uh, if you want the story-driven stuff where it's, like, you know, like a lot of limb work and everything, if that's your deal, that's great. That can exist. And this is like part of the three ring circus where this is the stunt show where they're doing, this is the, this is the flying trapeze act in, in one of the three rings of the circus. And in one of the three rings, there's a strong man and the other one, there's a lion tamer and the whole thing can work. But if you like one more than the other, that's great. You can focus on that and say, that's what I like the most. The idea that this, this part of pro wrestling shouldn't exist is stupid. Of course it should exist. It's a lot of fun for those of us who love it. If you don't like it, that's great. You can love the other stuff. I mean, yeah. that's the way I've always looked at it. There's so much wrestling to choose from. Man, we got attacked pretty viciously for enjoying that show last night. I, 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 I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. There was a guy who was literally our you have opinionated wrongfully meme. And they, and they pointed at Ring of Honor and stuff. And, I, hey, you know, I'm a big proponent of Ring of Honor, but you can't point me to their last pay-per-view and tell me that was so, the last two and say uh, that was something just so outstanding that you should hate WWE. I didn't, I didn't think that either one of them were outstanding. But, hey, man, different people are going to like different stuff. We are already at the main event, or the main event segment. By the way, Team Kalisto won. Kurt Angle comes out to announce his Survivor Series team, but gets interrupted by the entire SmackDown roster. And I guess they're just a bunch of insufferable dicks. Yeah. Because they beat up, they well, they stalk Kurt Angle. They beat up everybody, stagehands, Titus Worldwide, New Day, are beating up Titus Worldwide. This has Vince McMahon written all over it because you've heard him, if you've ever listened to a creative writer, from the brand split, talk about that era. You'll hear them talk about how Vince always said, brand loyalty. Mm -hmm. Like that, I don't get it. I hope there's some sort of storyline reason for all of this harmony. I know a lot of people are going to love it. I had a lot of people saying it's different. It's not that different. It sounds like the type of angle they did every year for like a decade. Like Mm -hmm. they did, they did this a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot. If I'm SmackDown, I say, forget this shit. I'm not getting the mumps, first off. Don't want it. 
Couldn't see hardly anything that happened because the camera work was so bad. Yeah. The idea of this can be really good. I didn't like this that much. I'm I'm going to see where it goes. I'm open to seeing where it goes. What do you think, Alex? Hated every minute of it. Every last second of it was stupid. Um, there were people who were conspicuously absent from the invasion force of, of SmackDown Live. Uh, I did not see Shinsuke Nakamura there. Um, I Sami Zayn wasn't there either. Well, Sami Zayn wasn't there. Uh, Kevin Owens, we know, is, is, is at home. Uh, yeah. he's, he's off. Uh, I didn't see the Usos. Do you see the Usos? I didn't see the Usos. No. So, like, like, the Usos, I would think, would be leading this charge. Like, they're the guys I expect to be doing this kind of stuff. The New Day comes in and, and, and like, the, the New Day felt, they felt like they were, I don't want to say. <laughs> People are saying Nakamura was there and, are you even watching? This is your job. I didn't see Nakamura. And there were a lot of people there, guys. There were a lot of people. They were all wearing blue shirts. I didn't, I didn't see Nakamura because he wasn't wearing his regular stuff. And he wasn't, he wasn't front and center. The New Day was front and center. A team, that, uh, these three guys that I love, that are basically fun-loving dudes. Even when they beat up the Usos, like they're having fun. And they come out there and they beat the piss out of Titus O'Neil and Apollo Crews, who are just two nice guys. They, they, the whole bunch of them, they beat up an intern. Like they call him an intern. Like what does the intern do to you? Like why? why? And then there was just like they beat up Matt Hardy for no reason in the in the locker room, all these like there's two different locker rooms they go into and beat them up. There's a woman's destruction thing, and they then they go and retrieve Kurt Angle, and they bring him back to the ring like he's some doddering old man who we didn't just see give a Rip whole bunch everybody's of ass last night. Everybody's ass last night. It, <laughs> I mean, it was it was just it felt like the era of ruthless aggression, and I I I, I prefer. To see a made the best man or best woman or best team win angle on this rather than you wear a different color than I do, so I hate you and want to beat you up, which to me is the Bloods and the Crips. And I don't need that on my professional wrestling show. Like, I don't, I don't want that. I mean, if you like it, great. Talk to the wrong guy, homeboy. <laughs> But they, hey, this thing is what what you're doing is you're you're allowed to to, to be both. You're yeah. you're purple, as it were. For, for everybody saying, how could you miss Nakamura? I missed a lot of stuff because I was too busy violently vomiting into a garbage can over. Yeah, yeah, no, over no. this. Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't see I didn't see Nakamura. You didn't see Nakamura, so obviously. He wasn't like, hey, Shinsuke, go over there and beat up Matt Hardy. That wasn't a thing. But here's what we did see. I didn't Front see center. Captain New Albano. <laughs> we did see. <laughs> they went, they went to, to one of the locker rooms, and there's Jason Jordan nursing his head wound from being hit over the head with a guitar. Yeah. And who's the first guy to charge in and start beating him up? Chad Gable. Now, it's possible they have some animosity now, but that's never been shown on either show. And I don't know why Chad Gable was willing to throw away years of being Jason Jordan's best friend because he wears a different color shirt than I do. Like that doesn't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. It was weird. It was like, it was like the old music video for beat it. 
like two gangs gonna rumble tonight like it was just I, I don't know and here's the thing somebody said this the worst part about this so between this to me is that you know raw's gonna show up at smackdown tomorrow and do the same damn thing and it's gonna be that for like three more weeks until like it's just yeah i don't know there was no build to this it was like shane mcmahon decided i hate kurt angle and he got everyone who works for him to like i don't know drink the rage juice and just go off it was weird so i have a couple people saying well sean how would you have made it better well explain something first off okay it's pretty simple aj gets his shot at gender tomorrow you have to make money important in wrestling again Shane McMahon isn't happy. Like, he could just as easily say, I didn't offer up AJ Styles. Vince McMahon offered up AJ Styles to you guys on our behalf. You had our guy fly 14 hours, wrestle two nights in a row, kept him off of one of our shows. Then he had to wrestle our champion on Tuesday weekend. That hurts our brand. That hurts our money. That hurts every single wrestler on this roster. They have at least a little bit of a reason to be pissed off. At least a semblance of a reason to be pissed off. Besides this, I wear the color blue thing and I wrestle on Tuesdays thing. That's it? Yeah. That's it? Money. You're taking money out of my pocket. You take money out of my pocket, I'll probably want to hit you. Yeah. And in that line of work, you're allowed to hit each other. Sure. So that's why they show up and do it. That type of stuff is encouraged. Ruthless aggression and attitude and yada, yada, yada. Just a little bit of an explanation is all I need. And it would go for me thinking this is below average to probably thinking it's pretty damn cool. That's all. Or, you know, just the the friendly, like, jokey, ha-ha, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon. Like, one of them just says one little comment that the other person takes wrong. Right. My God, I've had people that on Twitter – who have been my friends for years, they take one comment wrong, and vice versa, me too. Mm-hmm. The friendship's over. Yeah. It ain't cool anymore. I'm on their block list. They're cursing at me. They're talking shit about me. Like, that's it's all it takes. And these two guys have history. Yeah. These two ha- guys have history. Somebody says, Shane isn't imposing uh, enough for me to care about him right now, not when you're going to pull the invasion BS. Well, he had 30 people with him, so... Right, that's that's the that's the imposition thing. But I mean, again, here's the thing. Also, I don't know. My tastes are different in a lot of other people's. That's fine if yours. But here's the thing. I might be a hypocrite because if they had walked into one of the uh, of, of the, if they walked into one room and burst through the door as Braun Strowman and he takes out every single one of the SmackDown. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm totally on board. But because I love Braun Strowman and I'm a hypocrite. But but the way this was when like when the shield decided shield when Seth and Dean decided to jump in and get the drop on him and they fought back really hard and valiantly until they got themselves beat down. Um, it just I saw a lot of Mojo Raleigh, and I was like, oh, Mojo Raleigh is leading this charge. Like Rusev was there, which was kind of cool. Um, but where were his other members of the trios champions of the future? Where, where were the Usos? Like, they guys, these guys were teaming together in South America, and I, I want them to have a title. I, I want those guys together. No, I didn't see those. Somebody um, said they did take subtle jabs each other earlier. Come on. That's the, that's the bill. So, so Shane, after that, was like, hey, I need 30 SmackDown guys here by the end of the night. Yeah. Now, let's whip their ass. I'm supposed to believe that? 
Yeah. Like I'm supposed to believe well, that, that this wasn't already in the cards before that. That was the other thing is AJ now. Styles three hours before, two and a half hours before is teaming with Seth and Dean. And he's like, yeah, man, I love being on raw. And later like, Oh wait, blue shirt. Sweet. Let's kick some ass. And what? What? How are AJ and Rusev getting along after the trolling that Rusev did in that mm. Madden video? Mm. No, no spoilers though. Mm. Watch it; it's good. What? It's good. <laughs> Somebody said Mojo wasn't even speaking, and he annoyed the hell out of me. He's actually one of the best actors on the roster. Yeah, he He's really a is. phenomenal actor. I just need some explanations. That's yeah. it. I mean, hey, if you all want to enjoy it, you're free to enjoy it. By yeah, all there, means. There was this, there was, there was like, like, well, they show up at the makeup table, and all I could see is like Dana Brooke running away from the makeup table. And it was just like, <laughs> I, what is, what is this? First like, off, first off, why is she at the makeup table? She's I not on the show. <laughs> no, and maybe she's, she's making herself to go out on the town in Green Bay. By the way, good luck finding an open bar at 11 p.m. <laughs> in yeah, Green Bay. That was in your Oh no, you're in Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Milwaukee. Yeah, no, that's a little different. But um How far is that from Milwaukee? Uh it's like a two hour drive north. Yeah, not worth it. No. Um but yeah, no, the 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 whole thing was just so absurd. Like if they if they had been like carrying baseball bats, like that's the only thing separating what this was from like this angry mob going through and like they're not they're not in the ring. They're all guilty of felony assault for no reason whatsoever, completely unprovoked. I, I it's just a weird thing to be like, I want to cheer for these guys, but they're not. They're they're making making me they're making me say I want Raw to win all the matches. I've they're said. allowed to they're allowed to do that. They said under siege before they attacked. It's in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> that's right. We declared war. It's yes. fine. <laughs> it's but all good. Things that now now they've they've decided. You know, we are all supposed to root for Raw at Survivor Series by doing this. You yeah. know? I mean, I don't want to root for any of these people. Like, they maybe hate the New Day, and I love the New Day. Yeah, I like, don't know who I'm supposed to like on SmackDown tomorrow. Uh, Ty Dillinger was a jerk. Yeah, Ty Dillinger. <laughs> How they made me hate Ty, you bastard. It just doesn't make sense. Like. And and it's okay. Like I can buy that some baby faces and heels like hang out together and are friends sure. and stuff. It's not like oh, why are they getting along with the heels? I'm sitting here wondering why like any of these women who are portrayed as catty and can't get along are somehow coexisting on yeah. both sides now. Don't get it. Don't get it. Uh, all, all in all, you know, it wasn't a bad episode of Raw. It was. It was there. It happened. It's cool. Meh, you know, sure, whatever. What do you think of this Jeff Jarrett news, Alex? We'll touch on that briefly. I think it's I think it's funny. I'm not not funny, haha, but like, it's it's you know what it is? It's TNA, man. Like it's, it's, this, it's this whole thing. Like what? Like then there were like somebody I forget who it was tries to contact um, Jeff Jarrett for comment, and he's like, Anthem is out of money. And Anthem's like, no, we're not. We're planning on a front of great shows up in Ottawa. Like, like, what is this company? And I mean, like, I don't want, I don't, I never root for a wrestling company to go out of business because I want these people to all stay employed. You know what I mean? But, but how do you mismanage stuff this bad? Like, you you hired this guy to run everything for you, and you said we're going to rebrand to your old promotion's name, but never got it like 
trademarked. And then, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It just, it's just, it's weird. I mean, I, I don't know what the shelf life is for the old TNA at this point, you know? Jeff's got some problems. He showed up not in condition to appear at a at an indie. Oh, I, I'm not saying he didn't deserve to do Well, I know. I'm just saying thing, he like, just – he carnied them. He took them for a ride. They found a guy uh, – I just – we talked about it every week on the list in your boy. Like, it was almost a regular segment. Like, me and Jimmy Van – Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. It'd be like, well, when are we going to not have some weird business story to talk about impact this week? And it always happens. It always happens. And that sucks because I love their roster right now. I love the American top team angle with Bobby Lashley and Stefan Bonner and Moose and King Mo. I think it's really, really good. Dan Lambert is a natural. They have some really, really good wrestlers on the show. Uh, I think their card looks good for Bound for Glory. It looks like a lot of fun. Gail Kim's about to be bid farewell, at least to to Impact Wrestling. And they got a lot of cool things going on right now on the screen. And everything back, like I've talked to people who are in the company who are just like, who are like kind of giving me that, well, it's it's an old yeller. We're about to take it out back type of thing. Like it's, yeah. Man, it's it's a bum. It, it's or it's a bummer. It's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Guys, uh, of course, tune in tomorrow night after SmackDown Live post show tomorrow afternoon. The Holy Smokes MMA podcast. Myself and Showdown Joe. Lots to talk about. Thursday we got that MMA show with James Lynch. Now tons of exclusives on the MMA side coming from him. Uh, no UFC Sao Paulo post show. We will cover that on Tuesday of the following week. But Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, The List and your boy. If you all haven't checked that show out, do it. If you ever wondered what uh, the founder of Fightful.com and the guy he picked to run it, what that podcast would be like, that's the one to check out. We talk about a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with Fightful, what goes into making a site, uh, some of the business of wrestling. Lots of good stuff there. Alex, tell the people where they can follow you on social media before we go. At Pulowski the Fourth on Twitter. Follow me at Sean Ross at follow us at Fightful Online Twitter. Like us on Facebook. That would uh, go a long way in helping us too. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up. Share our stories on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit. Just follow individual community guidelines as you do so. I want to thank you guys so much for all the support. Uh, tune in. any Almost every day of the week we have podcasts. We have live coverage and discussion on both the forums and the website, so come in and join in on our community there, always doing contests. Until next time, guys, we are out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.